0: Hey there, welcome to the Cultivated Family Podcast. I'm Megan Hillica, and this is where we dive into grief and loss, and all that I've learned through the loss of my daughter, Aria. I want to share tools and the things I've learned along the way to help me carry my grief, along with interviews and stories of other people who have experienced pain and heartache in their life, and how we can, as friends, support one another through our tough times so that we can have the joys again as well. You are not alone, my friend, so let's dive in. This is episode number 20 on the Cultivated Family Podcast. Today I have a really special guest to me. I'm excited to have my husband Justin on here. Can you say hi?
1: Hello, how's it going? (laughs)
0: Um, We are going to share our engagement story and a little bit about our background. And you might think that what does our engagement story have to do with grief and loss and aria and what our our story, but it is really special and unique and it has a lot a lot of connections and things that we don't really want connected, but they are connected and so we're just gonna share about it. It doesn't really have a point, just that it's a really unique story and There's a lot of meaning to it for us. And I wanted to share it now because we got engaged nine years ago. Um, Justin said on the 25th. I couldn't remember what day, but it was on Thanksgiving. So that's why I want to talk about it now. Um, But it has a little bit of a background story. So I just wanted Justin to tell a little bit about his childhood and his sister, Annette.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of memories growing up about... um cemetery. Um, I was five years old when my older sister Annette died in a car accident. She was uh, just about graduating high school. Um, I don't really have very many memories of her. Uh, Maybe one vague memory of her baking cookies with me and then maybe going to the bank one time and Pretty sure she brought home that vacuum tube from the bank teller. Um, but yeah, those just those two small memories of Annette from when I knew her when we were both alive. Um, but then uh, after she died and she, she was you know, buried at the cemetery, I have a lot of memories of going to the cemetery with my mom um, and just... A lot of summer days where we'd go there and water flowers that we planted, or um, just spend time at the cemetery there by the the graveside. I was I was young enough that I, I'm not sure I remember everything of what my mom was doing, but I just have memories of monarchs covering trees, like turning trees orange, um, and just different memories like that, and also. I guess d- during the holidays, just we have special memories of the family going to church Christmas Eve, um, and then after church we'd always go to the cemetery, and um, we'd sing some songs there and stand around the grave and remember my sister Annette, and then we'd go home and you know, do other traditional Christmas Eve activities. So yeah, it was, it was a. I think it was a big part of my childhood growing up was at the cemetery.
0: You spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Yeah. So then to our engagement story, um, I was waiting forever for Justin to propose to me. I knew that he had already asked my dad, and I knew he had the ring, and we kept getting you together. Knew. <laughs> you knew. You say you knew. I did know.
1: I went out to help your dad get wood in the in the fireplace one time yeah and you assumed i asked i him. i knew
0: yeah. <laughs> um i knew that he had the ring i was right so i know <laughs> <laughs> i guess i knew he had the ring and i knew he asked my dad and so i kept waiting for him to ask me to get married because we knew what our wedding date was right i think so probably yeah um so I was just waiting and waiting for him to ask me, and um, <laughs> then it was. And he every time we got together, he he didn't ask me, and I was like so crabby. As I always asked, I always asked Justin why why did you marry me? Because I was so emotional and <laughs> very difficult to deal with. So I was like, what in the world? I don't know. I don't know why you married me. But we every time we left each other, I was so disappointed that he didn't ask me and so Thanksgiving we spent at his house and then Donna, do you remember what we did or what happened
1: yeah so after (laughs) Thanksgiving dinner there's um, there's a church service that we're gonna go to and um, (laughs) Megan and I were gonna go and then my younger brother Todd also wanted to go to church so he hopped in the car with us, and I think that started off <laughs> Megan's disappointment for the evening because she figured for sure that she was not going to get engaged. So we, we went to church, and I don't know, were you crabby the whole I night? I was crabby
0: the whole <laughs> evening. I was. I had thought maybe we would get engaged somehow on the way to church or something, but I wanted it to be a surprise, so Justin kept not asking me because he kept thinking that I'm going to be um I'm going to know, so he doesn't, he didn't ask. (laughs) And I, I was crabby because I wanted to get engaged and I knew now for sure because Todd was with us and because we were, yeah, I was just like, nope, not happening tonight.
1: Yeah. And I, I wanted it to be a special moment when I asked Megan to marry me and I remember asking my older sister, Karen, to, you know, just pointers on what I should do and (laughs) just, different things but so that night we, we went to church and there's a there's Thanksgiving evening um so they had some Thanksgiving themed program going on and then after church I could tell Megan wasn't very happy so I don't know what happened to Todd he, he kind of got <laughs> left in the dust
0: sorry Todd.
1: <laughs> so he, yeah, he must have found some other ride to go hang out with some friends <laughs> um but Megan and I were hot back in my car, and we were heading back towards my mom and dad's and I wasn't sure exactly what to do what how to cheer Megan up, so I think at some point on the drive, I decided that we'd go to the cemetery because I hadn't brought Megan there, and it I'd spent a lot of time in the cemetery growing up, um, with my mom and just being around Annette's grave. And Megan had met all of my siblings except for Annette at that point. So I figured that maybe we'd go to the cemetery and she could meet Annette.
0: And in the meantime, I had no idea where we were going. We were just driving and talking and I didn't, I stopped being crabby because I gave up the idea. I was like, okay, we're not getting engaged tonight. That's fine. And we just chatted and chatted. And like, by the time we were just driving, he kept taking every single back road that like, I had no idea where we're going. And I just kept like, by the time we got to the cemetery, I was like in a really good mood and just like, okay, we're not getting engaged. That's fine. And just happy to be with him. And I had no idea what is now a really familiar drive? <laughs> I didn't know where we were, or what we were doing, and yeah, we pulled in. And
1: what what do you think when we pulled in?
0: I I can't remember. I think I was just like, oh, okay, I guess we're going here. Never been here before or something. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, so this was cemetery. It's at night. You know they, they don't have lights lighting up, so it's I don't know if you if you haven't been to a cemetery at night, it's pray little bit spooky but for me it was more of a familiar feeling
0: it was what? really peaceful it wasn't scary or like you know a lot of people have very bad cemeteries have really bad reputations and it was really peaceful there with the snow was falling it was snowing and you you had to try search for where her grave was You were like looking around you're like i think it's over here marching around. We found it. And then we didn't, Justin, we were just discussing before. He didn't remember this, but he didn't have, um, we didn't have any light. So he ran back to get his phone. He said, went and got his phone and came back. And then he, I don't remember exactly. Then we walked, we sat there for a little bit talking and then we walked back to the car and, um, he gave me a hug before I was going back to the car. I was thinking I was going to run to the other side of the car and hop in cause it was snowing. And he grabbed my hands and I felt the ring on his finger. And I was just like, what? He, he said that now you have met my whole family. Will you marry me? And I just like, I couldn't believe it because I was already had thought that we weren't getting engaged and I had totally written it off. And like, he wanted to surprise me and he managed to surprise me and then it was just a really special moment and really peaceful moment like I don't know that memory is so vivid in my head and it was so like perfect in so many ways and after when you tell everybody that oh yeah you got engaged where'd you get engaged? At the cemetery
1: (laughs) (laughs) People, like look at you, like
0: what? <laughs> Giving Justin's of like what in the world, yeah. like, and it was so special. Like even then, it was really special to both of us. I think it wasn't. It it was like yeah, we got engaged at the cemetery, but it was so special.
1: And I was able to surprise you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and you surprised me like so so much. Did you know that I have a completely free community on Facebook for grieving mothers? You have to answer a couple questions in order to get in because I want it to be a safe space for grieving moms. I would love if you came and joined us. It's called Living with Grief, Child Loss with Megan Hillica. I share stuff on there. I go live in there. I would love if you would come and find support and support others. It's a great place to not be so alone in your grief and find others who are walking the same path as you. So again, that's living with grief, child loss with Megan Helica. I'd love to see you in there. And then um, fast forward a few years, we had two boys and then a girl, and we named her Arya Faye. She was our third child. And Annette was Annette Faye and she was also their third child. Um Yeah, I guess I don't really know where else to go besides to <laughs> Do you have any
1: Yeah, I guess what what you just said that we named Arya after Annette um and then I guess you talk about their death dates too.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to go to. Um, Then Aria died May 27th of 2016. And Annette died May 25th. Uh, I don't know exactly the year, but 19 years earlier. 19 years before Aria. So she died two days after Annette, 19 years later. And um, when we were going to, you know, we have to think about where to bury her. And it was like a no-brainer to bury her at the same cemetery as Annette. And then when we looked to see if there was any plots next to Annette, um, there was one. And it's weird that 19 years later, there's still one spot right next to her. And so, yeah, Aria is buried next to Annette. And in some ways, there's so many things that feel so perfectly connected, and in, you know, so many ways, we wish that they weren't, that, (laughs) that they weren't so perfectly, you know, she was named after Annette, and then died so close together of the same time, and buried next to each other, third child, and girls, and I don't know, it just <laughs> many times said that, well, we we didn't need to n- name her Arya Faye, we could have named her a different middle name, <laughs> we didn't name we need to name her after Annette, but I think it's just, it is it's a really big um, blessing to have her by Annette, as my mother-in-law had said that Neither of them have a spouse to be buried next to. And so they're next to each other.
1: And it's interesting. All the memories I talked about growing up, going to the cemetery to visit Annette's grave. Um, It easily could have drifted so that... You know we won't be going every year to see Annette's grave you know fifteen twenty years down the road um but I think that same tradition that I had growing up you know it's it's very close to us now, and we'll continue the same tradition, especially at holidays of going to visit that same same cemetery same same exact spot just now. Now I have two connections there, one sister and one my daughter. Um, And all the memories that I have going to the cemetery during the summer um, with my mom, watering flowers, planting flowers there. Um, It's just comforting to go and visit Aria and Annette now after... Aria has passed.
0: And something we've talked about often is that newly engaged, like that joy, those moments that we didn't realize that how many years later was it? 4, 2016, 2011, five years later. That we would be burying our daughter there too. And it's just a really special place to us (laughs) and in in such a odd way. (laughs) And yeah. And I know today is Thanksgiving and there's the start of the holiday season and a lot of um. A lot of, I feel like all I'm doing is crying now. (laughs) A lot of difficult moments. It can be really hard. And so I'm just keeping you all in my thoughts in this holiday season and to do, just want to encourage you to do what makes your heart Lighter or makes it easier on your heart, and find ways to remember and honor your child and keep them alive in your heart and your memories. I don't know. It can be a really hard season. Do you have anything else?
1: Yeah, I think thinking about the holiday season. I I think having traditions to make. make your loved one that has passed away part of your holiday even though they're not there. I think it's it's really important. It's makes it special for you to be able to remember them in some way. That's that's what I I grew up doing with Annette and we'll keep doing as long as as long as we're here with Annette and Aria. and any loved ones that have passed.
0: This is something random, but how have you, how do you feel like our holiday season or how we go through the holidays? Do you feel like it's changed at all since like before Aria died in our marriage and after, or like our family or?
1: I mean, we we, we definitely focus on spending some time remembering Aria. Um, and I i like to think that we spend, like we, we like to focus on family time a lot more now that we, we, we've had Aria in our life and then you know, she, she went to heaven and now we don't have her here anymore. It's just life is so precious that you never know when something will be taken away from you. So I think I think we value that a lot more now
0: yeah I agree I think that's something we've and I never know if it's just as our family gets older but or if it's that but I do feel like we we like to take moments to spend more time together as a family and do special things together
1: yeah we definitely cherish our family moments and family times together um Focusing on like spending, having uh, valuable time together for gifts f- for the kids rather than just stuff all the time.
0: Yeah, I wish it wasn't a hard lesson. A way, <laughs> the way we like have learned this, or like where we want to focus so much on this. Like, wish we would have just known that. Rather than yeah. <laughs> it's a really painful way to learn that that lesson. But anyways. I hope this holiday season is one that is, I don't know there there, I don't really know how you can make it lighter or easier, but just know that joy and pain can also, can be together and because it is a sad season, a sad time, it's a difficult time. That it doesn't mean that laughter cannot be a part of your season as well. And yeah, let us know what you think. (laughs) It really is just our story and a really interesting way of connecting all the dots in our life. Right? (laughs) Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Cultivated Family Podcast. While this episode is over, you can continue to join me in conversation on Instagram or Facebook at Cultivated Family. I would love to see you there.